I'm Alan Harris, I'm a music writer. I'm Jim Love, and I am a keynote and motivational speaker. Um, we want to do address one thing, one very important <laughs> thing, is that uh, one of our last episodes, we were talking about how excited we were for the St. Peter's Peacocks to uh, get the ball rolling and potentially be national champions, and yeah. that didn't happen. However, <clears throat> yeah. Elite Eight happened. Shaheen Holloway is now at Seton Hall. We're yep. very happy for him. So shout out to the Peacocks. The concept. That was awesome. We were all Peacock Nation uh, the last couple weeks, unless that you played for the team that they were you know, playing against. Other than yeah. that, everyone else, you know, was was in on it. So that we was so also, fun. We also need to quickly point out that Jim is wearing a Chicago Bulls hat mm-hmm. on the day that the Chicago Bulls are playing my Milwaukee Bucks, which Co- I write about on, the, on, you know, for my day job. Yeah. Called out, number one. Uh, yeah. Number two is the first thing I grabbed off the top of my dresser because I was late coming here. Sure. So I guess sure. that would be one. And it's comfortable. All okay. right. Go Bulls, go Bucks. That's the kind of guy I am. I'm a bandwagon guy. Okay. So, yeah, okay. just not a true fan at we'll, all. We'll talk about this more in June when uh, the Bucks are getting ready <laughs> to host, back. Yeah. hoist their next championship. Hell yeah. No, I love it. I love it. I, I love the, I love the Bucks. Uh, all good. So we are excited today to have uh, a very special guest on, someone who I've known for a couple years, uh, mm-hmm. who's actually known uh, my father for even longer than that, almost, almost 30 years now. And uh, great guy, uh, really obviously has a great career, and we're excited to, to, uh, to dive in. So we have Larry Kaufman on the podcast today. Larry is uh, an organization, amazing spot. We both love it. We'll talk about that too. And Larry's also the best-selling author. In a number of ways, I know you're going to dive into that. Larry, welcome to Hustling Sideways. Ooh. I have a sponsor and make that a button, but for now, we just we just <laughs> applaud. Yes. Fantastic. And you know, Jim, I will. I ran into Jonas, our CEO of our global corporation, wearing my red, blue, <laughs> my red Bulls pullover. Yeah. So, you know, if you, you talk about well, <laughs> and he said, you're going to be very sorry the next day. I said, you're going to be very sorry. <laughs> and the Bulls lost, uh, you know, it was a horrible, horrible, mm-hmm. tough loss. And I sent uh, Jonas an apology. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I do remember getting an email from you to say, come visit. And you said, I'm the, I'm the idiot in red is, is the way that, that Jonas referred to me. <laughs> and I was. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, it's, you gotta, you gotta keep that Chicago pride going whenever we can. And typically we lose, but at least we have the pride is, is the main, right. the main thing. Uh, well, that's great. Well, Larry, thank you for being here and, and, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, your family. Uh, obviously we know you're a Chicago sports fan. So to, uh, to, to walk us through a little bit of that. Yeah, sure. Thank you very much. So I'm actually from Illinois, born and raised, have lived here Almost, if you add up your lifetimes together, it's close, you know, as far (laughs) as my age. So I've been here for a long time. I live in the northwest suburbs of Illinois with my wife going on 33 years this year. Wow. And my two children. So my son is 21 and my daughter is 18. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Never, never a dull moment. I'm sure in that, in, <laughs> yeah, in that house. The exciting years, yes, for sure. Never. Congratulations on almost 33 years too. That's that's thank really you. Amazing. Absolutely. <laughs> so you've you've uh, I know you've been in different places in your career, and now you're at Manpower Group. How long have you been at Manpower Group? So I'm actually what's called a boomerang. So I was at Manpower Group actually before uh, our company was our company was acquired by Manpower Group in 2001. Mm-hmm. So it was called Jefferson Wells. Manpower Group acquired us in 2001. I started there in 98. Where were you guys in 98? Anyway, started there in 98. <laughs> That's a joke. Yes. And we were acquired in 2001. And I, I left in 2002. And I came back 
five years ago. And I came back five years ago at the request of a gentleman that used to work for me. And he evolved through the company over the years and asked me to come back in a leadership role. So what comes around goes around, don't burn a bridge, keep relationships going. So I'm at about nine years and counting at the firm in total. That's wow. awesome. I think that is like first takeaway of this is yeah. that. And that is like, that happens so often where people may burn a bridge or, or you know, say too much, I guess, if you will, and, and maybe next interview and, and yeah. d- don't ever do that, you know, and, and be respectful. And, and that's what happens is people, people still keep in touch with you. And literally we know how great you are keeping in touch with people. That's an opportunity that came to you, came back and a, an employer that wanted to take you again. And I, that's just, that's such a, that's such a real world example of something that happens often that yep. I think young people really need to grasp onto that, you know, it's, it's, it's don't take anything personally, you know, and really, you know, be authentic and, and, and be, be real in your feedback, but, um, but never, never burn a bridge. It's so not important. even 10 minutes in and we have picked up something yeah, now absolutely. that we can use. I was fired up about that. Too. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So that is what you're doing, uh, as, as your main job, but you also, um, have a book and you've written a book. Uh, so kind of tell us just a little bit about, you know, kind of the, the bird's eye view of what the book is about. So the book is called The NCG Factor. So N is networking, C is connecting, and G is giving. So it was really set up to be this formula formula to build life-changing relationships from college all the way to retirement. And this is really impactful uh, to so many people. And the, the initial design and thought about writing the book was for really the college kids, you know, I have a, a little bit of tenure on you guys, but when I go back to my time in college, life was different, right? We didn't have the internet. We didn't have LinkedIn. We didn't have Meta. Mm-hmm. We didn't have Instagram. <laughs> Everything was quite different. Didn't have cell phones. And so it was a, a different way of, of going through college life. And if I reflect back, I thought, wow, I could really do it different today. So let me write a book to help the college kids and I started talking to more people like yourselves. And, mm-hmm. and as you go through, you know, your, your tenure in life and business and started to realize that it actually goes all the way to retirement, that the principles and concepts of my book uh, could impact you from college all the way to retirement. Yeah, definitely. And we actually did an episode, a bonus episode of this show where uh, we talked about networking mm-hmm. and the, the struggle that we had both of us when we first tried it in college and we didn't really know what we were going to do and had no idea what even networking was. Um, and we, I think we learned along the way that it kind of goes farther than that, but that sounds with, like what this book kind of goes into is a little bit more in depth of how to really establish a connection with somebody and, and make sure that you keep those relationships mm-hmm. preserved and, and thriving. It really is. I was actually talking to someone today who's in high school and was looking for an internship, believe it or not, in corporate America while in high school hmm. in the accounting area. And, you know, I started talking about you know, networking while well, I sent this, uh, this person, my book, and she started to read it and was really, you know, impressed and, and kind of, you know, a different thought process, right? Because she's in high school, isn't thinking about networking and connecting people. And, you know, the concept, I have a, a, a chapter in my book about takers never win. And she said, wow, it was interesting to hear about different types of takers. I really never thought of it that way. So I'm actually impacting people, I guess, before college, but I didn't want to 
go, keep going back and back and back. We get the kids in grade school reading my book. So. <laughs> have you have your own kids read your book? I know. I mean, they sound like they're at the prime age to uh, you know to be like. Are, are they like, oh, dad wrote this? Like, like well, I'm just curious. Like, why? You know, what 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 is their you know sort of feedback on that? Well, so if you if you think about my book, it came out in 2019. My daughter is 18. Mm-hmm. However, uh, it was mandated reading for my daughter. Mm. And then my my son, there's actually a little story about my son in the book. It didn't mean he had to read it, but I felt since he was in there. <laughs> yeah, probably good. You know, and it, it was, you know, kind of a, a sad but happy story. But I, I made sure that my son read it. And so he did. That's and awesome. so it was required reading. And I actually gave them a free copy. <laughs> oh, well, that's so nice that's of you nice. to, yeah. you know, family. I'm a giver. I, that's I say, about giving. You're a giver. You're following your own <laughs> instructions. That's great. I'm curious. Uh, uh, the the word networking has this this connotation that people have of walking into this big room and having a drink in hand and, and there being too many people that are already talking like, like it has, it has a somewhat, yeah. and I don't feel this way. I used to, but until I started you know doing it, but have you had to combat that with, with, or do you like address that? And I'm curious, like, do you still have that, that like networking, like, like, you know, it's just, it's such like a buzzword that sometimes becomes overused, you know, and, and, uh, but to really look at it differently, which I, I'm, you know, I'm sure you do, but I, like, have you had any sort of feedback on that at all? That's, that's a great question, guys, because I, I have, and I actually redefined the term networking in my book. And so some people introduce me to, to other people and they say, you know, you need to meet Larry. He's a great networker. And I'm like, oh, please don't say that. Hold on. <laughs> I say, you know, introduce me as a, a great connector. Yes. So, so years ago, I was in public accounting and someone made an introduction to a partnered a, a law firm in Chicago and said, you have to meet this woman. She's incredible. She has won awards for networking. And I never heard of anything like that. I thought that was really strange. Mm-hmm. So I figured I had to meet her just because of that. And so we met and we had an interesting meeting because she was doing all the talking. I was doing all the listening and I, I like to listen, but there was definitely nothing in there about me. So I let her talk. I asked some good questions and she in fact did win real awards for networking. And what I found out is she, she goes everywhere. She is everywhere, but she does nothing when she's there. Meaning Hmm. she's not putting people together. She is just out there showing up at events. And so I agree with you guys. I think, you know, networking really has been, you know, you go to an event and how many business cards can you get? Or do you get stuck with two people that you never want to see again, but you're stuck there for most of that networking time till maybe there's a speaker that night yep, yep. and it's kind of wasted. And so I redefine networking less of this social exchange of information, but to be more about the other person. And, you know, if I met you, Alan or, or Jim at some event, I'd, I'd be learning more about you mm-hmm. asking questions, where you're from, what you do, what are you looking to do? And maybe, you know, in talking to you, I'd hear something, go, oh, you know what, you have to meet Mary or Tom at this event. I just saw them over there. I'll connect you or something you said, you know what, great, let me help you get your resume here, or let's set aside a time to do this. And so it would be more about you and less about just exchanging business cards. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for someone, I feel like to the, uh, 
having that as a goal walking into a room um, and, and talk, let's say if I'm talking to Alan like that, like you're more inclined to share and to be real and transparent when you feel like you're actually being listened to. It's yes. like, I, I can't tell how many times and I, I just noticed these things, but if I'm talking to someone and I see their eyes going in six different directions, you know, like around, they're the road, eyeing up their neck. Yes. Like, and I'm like, so you really aren't even, I could say anything and you probably won't even hear what I'm saying. You yeah. know, so I, that is such an important, it's honestly a big part of leadership, frankly, is to, is to do that. But if you're really looking at someone, you want to know what they're thinking and your goal, Larry, like you said, is, is to connect them with their next thing. And so in order for that to happen, you have to actively listen, which I think is like, and it's hard. That's not easy. Like I want to, like I've done, it's exhausting to do that. But when you, when you are in that mode, it's so much more giving, you know, and I mean, obviously you write about it, like, you know, giving and you feel more empowered and refueled when you have an opportunity to do that. And then you leave and you're like, that was awesome. I I just networked with someone to get them to their next thing. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people, because we are so short term, like Mm -hmm. has to be done today. They're going into the networking setting and thinking, okay, in and out, I'm going to, you know, that end goal of like, okay, my resume is going to go to this place yeah. or my, you know what I mean? I'm right. going to make this connection. I'm going to make this connection and it's going to be done in one night or one, you know, interaction. Like Jim, if I came up to you and, you know, didn't know you and mm-hmm. said, Hey, I need this from you within five minutes. <laughs> like what? Yeah, exactly. You would never really like, yeah. you know, want yeah. to do that and I and to be honest I I noticed this in the music world a Mm -hmm. lot too being at concerts being at shows one I started really kind of getting my um my kind of name out there when I started going to more shows and being out there and being present and actually a lot of our writers do that they're out you know watching bands and then not necessarily trying to like give them cards or whatever Mm -hmm. you just bump into somebody and that ends up being you know you talk to that person months later and you're like oh yeah I remember you from Mm -hmm. xyz place Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think a lot of people are really so focused on the, like, short-term, like, get it done in this conversation, and they don't realize the the power of, like, the long-term. Yeah. The, you know, like long talk Meeting up the week yeah. after one-on-one. Like, Even set months that later, up. yeah. Right, yeah, whatever, whatever it might be. Yeah. So. Well, I, I think it's, it's how you interact with that person at that event mm-hmm. and getting to know them personally, not just professionally. Things come out. And obviously, when you're meeting just at an event like that, can't find out a lot about that person, but you want to create some of that interest to have a next step. So a lot of times what I'll do is I'll say, you know, Alan, it's great to meet you. I, you know, just remember me as someone who would like to be indispensable to you. I know you're just meeting me, but I'm, I'm that, uh, I've got a guy. Mm-hmm. And so if you have something strange, unusual that you may need, you don't know where to go. I'm that guy. Yeah. And, and I help people with unusual requests I built a, a strange global network to accommodate those requests. <laughs> That's excellent. That's the unique experience though, too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure if I went on LinkedIn right now, there's 10 people that are recruiters that could go find me, you know, a job if I yeah, wanted to. Right, right. If I need somebody that can, you know, freelance for me or something like that or whatever, and you happen to know them, you know what I mean? Like, I'll be like, oh yeah, Larry's the guy. Like mm-hmm. Larry has somebody that can help he's got me. It, he's got it in mind. Yeah. And like, you're going to remember that way more than, okay, XYZ person works at this company is going to give me, you know, whatever yeah. opportunities are on their job board, yeah. well, <laughs> you uh, know? It's more, much more specific and intimate, right? Like, and so I'm curious too, Larry, when uh, it, just in terms of the book, did you have several small moments that you were like, I, I think I should start writing this down? Or uh, you know, how, how does the process look when you just actually start putting your thoughts onto paper and realize that you're forming what is this, this, you know, this book that will be impactful for people. Well, I, I knew I wanted one. My wife heard me say it a bunch of times and, 
and, and it, like I said, it started out to be more about those kids in college and then it evolved. And then I, I kept putting it off. Mm-hmm. And so I think when I finally decided I was going to do it, it was actually my wife that helped me decide I was going to do it. She said, I need to do it. And, and I'll, I will tell you, I give credit to my wife more than once in the book. And as I speak globally, I give my wife a lot of credit And on a podcast like this. I'll give her more credit because, you know, we've made some small investments in these startups that have led nowhere. And she said, we should just invest in you yeah. write this yeah. book. And, and, and I did. And it was more about roughing out what I wanted to write about. What did the chapters look like? Like I mentioned, like takers never win. And, and so I came up with these chapters and, you know, what I wanted to talk about throughout someone's, you know, journey from that college to retirement. And then, you know, thought about what I wanted to share within those particular chapters and different stories that chapter then you, oh you know i gotta tell this story just this is something people need to know about mm. you know uh you know period of their life and so i have people in different you know backgrounds different roles you know someone that was formerly in the air force someone that was in the secret service ceo intern you know at a, at a company that i met uh, interior direct interior decorator and, and all these different people from different walks of life to share their different experiences around giving and being a connector in the world of networking. Yeah, that's great. That is actually pretty amazing to think. And, you know, I, I'm bringing it back on my own experience because I think about the things that I do mm-hmm. and, and the places that I've been through, like, you know, video and through uh, music and whatever, mm-hmm. and all this different stuff that I've done in my past. And there really is some power to having that, eclectic range of people mm-hmm. and uh you know i'm sure larry is not hanging out with like rappers and stuff like well, that we should probably ask but <laughs> but I, you know I can what get it, to some if you need me to. <laughs> right. but exactly is, yeah so like that's kind of my thing is like i'm thinking about my network now and i'm like oh yeah i know you know this person does this or this person you know we talked about it one other time that i did a video for a construction company i know a random construction worker that helped me out <laughs> right, exactly. you know if i need yeah. cement done or if i need a landscape you know what i mean like n- just picking those pieces up like from different parts of your life and putting them together that is not an easy thing to do mm-hmm. but when you can remember that and kind of assemble that very you know interesting group of people yeah yeah uh it not only helps you as your network it just kind of keeps life interesting exactly. and then it's really. an intentional thing to do too i mean it's very much like you you have to you have to want to do that and be a part of it and mm-hmm. um you know and and like like let people know too like this is i'm, I'm really intentionally putting putting you on this you know radar where i want to yeah ha- have you be part of this network and be you know very specific and, and let them know that you care i mean i think yeah. that's so important too when when people know that you're there to help you know and and uh you know again like larry to your point the not to take you know but really to to give of yourself of your time and of your energy to um to help them find their next thing like that's that's going to come back you know and you're really going to feel like you're you're you know you're a part of their life and you've you've given them something that's going to make them successful which which right. uh, at the end of the day that's that's always the goal you know i think is to really empower people and and uh make sure they're set up you know who, who do they need who do they need to meet next you know etc right yeah um, pivoting just a little bit, you did say that you, you've spoken globally about that and that's kind of the next phase of the book is really having to take it out and bring it to the world. Uh, how did you kind of get involved in speaking and, and, you know, what were those first kind of experiences like for, to kind of sell the book? 
Well, that's a, another great, great question, Alan. So I would tell you that my speaking started about 14 years ago where I really got you know, serious and started speaking about LinkedIn when it first surfaced. Mm-hmm. And that's why within the book, I've written about LinkedIn. So it is mentioned, you know, quite a bit in the book. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a woman had asked me to speak to a group of about 30 business owners about LinkedIn when it was really new. You know, there was maybe a million members today. There's, you know, almost 800 million global members. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know much about it. And I really had not been out there in the speaking circuit. But I said, sure, I'll I'll speak to that group. Yeah. And and I, I have to tell you, I I, I thought I did a, a horrible job. <laughs> but it's amazing, guys, when you speak about something that no one else really knows a lot about, you sound pretty good. You do. That's true. <laughs> so, true. So I, I was the resident expert and uh, actually started to you know, make that decision that I like talking about LinkedIn, but I really want to get to know it better. And I immersed myself and I became an expert. And so I've been speaking, you know, globally about LinkedIn. And then when the book came out in 19, it was time to talk about the book. And I wrapped LinkedIn into the process because LinkedIn plays a role in this networking and connecting and giving. And so I started speaking and you know, you would say that's kind of like part of my, my side hustle, mm-hmm. my speaking, you know, you know, pre-book was a side hustle. I remember I was in transition at one point and was talking to someone about LinkedIn came up and I mentioned, I, I'm a global speaker and they said, Oh, you know, you're, you're not right for the job, but Hey, how would you like to speak uh, to our sales folks and we'll pay you X thousand dollars to do that. It's like, wow. okay. Sounds good. Yeah. So I was in transition getting paid. And then, uh, you know, while I was in the, the transition period, I, someone else called me up said, Hey, Larry, are you still speaking? I said, yeah, I'm in transition right now. I'm looking for my next role. Well, we can fly out to California. It was cold at that time and speak to our <laughs> group out there in California for X thousand dollars. So, okay. So I, I, you know, started to, you know, I was making money as a speaker for a number of years off and on. And, and then the book came out and, and basically it's kind of my side hustle. I will tell you, it's not all about the money with the side hustle about speaking. Mm-hmm. It's just, I love to do it. I have mm-hmm. a passion of getting out there and leaving something behind, which is about how to build relationships, mm-hmm. yeah. how to, how do you know, get to know people, how to sell without selling. Mm-hmm. Yes. How to ask for favors and build relationships to set yourself up to be able to do so. And so imparting knowledge and wisdom, and, and I've done it with STEM kids in school to the college kids all the way up. Totally. And, yeah. you know, it's, I'm so glad you made that point, you know, about speaking as, as a fellow speaker, you know, it's never, it's never been about the money. Like, and, and I think the day it is, is probably when I should consider doing something else. Cause mm-hmm. I, I just love doing it. I love being there. And it, I mean, you know, COVID with, with not doing it, you know, for a long time, it was a virtual of course, but um, now that I'm back in person to it, it's just like, I've, now I remember like why, you know, yeah. I'm like, this is the feeling I get of being up there and doing it. And I want to keep growing of course, but I, I just know I, I, I can't replicate that feeling anywhere 
else in my life. And I'm, yeah. And I'm like, cool with that. That's, that's what, that's what a vocation is really, you know, is when you're like, this is what I'm called to do and I have a blast doing it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I, anytime I'm like, I'm like, anytime someone asks me to come speak, I'm just like, yeah, like I'll go. Like, I don't really care. <laughs> just like, tell me, tell me where, tell me when, tell me who. And I'm, and you know, I'm, I'm all in, but it's, it's really important to have that. Like where you feel like, you know, what the thing that you're really good at, uh, which for you is, is speaking and networking and connecting people together, uh, and, and sharing it with people who need to hear it. I, yeah. I think is like when, when that's such a, a, a powerful thing, when, when you know your talents and strengths are being used to empower and motivate people, uh, and you could feel it, you know, I mean, how many times have you been in a room speaking to people and you could feel the connection to them? Like they're, they're picking up what you're throwing down. They're laughing at your bad jokes, right? This is more, <laughs> that was more subjective that's, for that's me. More of a yeah, that's thing, more of a, that's more of my problem. I'm not, I can't speak to you, <laughs> but it's really, you, you have that connection. And, and, uh, and again, it's, it's really it's, it's like, it's difficult to ascertain it while you're like, you're in the, you almost have to like leave and like, yeah, that was, that was great. You know, but, um, but it's, it's, it's impossible to replicate that. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, unless you find something else that, that does it, but that's, that's always how I felt too. Yeah. I would agree that I will tell you though, I, I do like getting paid now. I'm, <laughs> I'm in a corporate role and quite busy in, in the job that I hold today in my corporate job uh, at Jefferson Wells under manpower group. And I try to speak more aligned to our business and the types of people we talk to the associations and, and industries mm-hmm. and, and groups. However, you know, I'm much closer to retirement than you guys. <laughs> and so you have to think about what's your, your retirement, yeah. you know, what is your retirement path and what does that look like? And so mine would be paid speaking. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Totally. totally. Yeah. So I just have to say that, put out that disclaimer. I like doing it now and I don't, you know, it's not about the money because I'm in a corporate role, but I, I do want to move more towards, you know, there was quite a period of time where I was getting paid on a regular basis. And totally. so I, yeah. I do want to move towards that and take it steps further. That's great. And I, I, I'm with you. I mean, I, you know, cause there's a sense of what the value that you bring, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, I know what I have, I'm good at it. And in, in the places that recognize that, like, yeah, that's who I want to work with, you know, someone that doesn't recognize the value, like in, in a, you know, a number of ways, I'm like, we're probably not going to get along. You right. Know, that's, that's totally fine. You know, but like, if I know what I'm bringing, I know what I have and I want to develop this and continue going and, you know, and maybe at some point, you know, this is, this is a, a full on thing I do, who knows, you know, and I want to, I want to keep that party rolling and, uh, <laughs> and make sure I know what, how much, how much, how much value is attached to it is, is very important. Yeah. Did, was there ever a point where you were considering just going to full-time speaking and, and I know you said you had regular gigs coming in and things like that. Did you ever think, okay, maybe I don't have to do the corporate part of it maybe i could just speak full-time or was it always kind of like in transition as you said you know finding the next gig but this is holding you over in the meantime so i will i will let you know there's been a, a couple a few different uh, times in my life uh where i've been on my own completely and with a partner a couple of times and it doesn't mean you're always with great partners so i've had probably two mbas in my career and not really going through the formal, you know, high paying MBA, mm-hmm. it was in business MBAs. And yeah. so I, I had those situations where I, I did get to speak and thought that I'll get to keep doing this and some other things along with the speaking. Mm-hmm. But as I got those MBA lessons realized this was probably short lived for now, cause I picked the wrong partners or at the point in time where I was on my own realized I probably don't want to be completely on my own. I want to have a partner, but I picked the wrong partners. Mm-hmm. 
And so it was, you know, somewhat disenchanted and then redirected, you know, when you're married, it's different than when you're single, you can, mm-hmm. you don't have someone else saying, well, you know, you really need to think about this. You got a family, you're married. Okay. And so you, you reroute, change direction. But yeah, I think if I had chosen the right partners, I, you know, I may not be here talking to you on your podcast. So thank God I, I <laughs> yeah, didn't do that. That would be, I'm, I'm, I'm glad for that too. <laughs> that have been a tragedy. So yes. yeah, that it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, kind of going back to LinkedIn just really quickly, because there's something that I was thinking about because I, I know people that are very active on it. I should be more active on it. I just, I'm, busy and <laughs> i just i'm We're not all, all the busy time. alan yes i know i should be more active on it right <laughs> but i've noticed you know from when we first started jim and i first started using it to probably find jobs you know mm-hmm. and we had to have a pristine almost resume looking like profile so now it's become a little bit more informal it, do you think that there's value in that or what is your kind of thought on like content with linkedin whether it should be you know, strictly business, or do you think that you can kind of be a little bit looser now, given the the climate that we're in with it? That's a really good question, Alan. LinkedIn has gone through a shift. And I would say sometimes we get to this point where people are posting and it looks like, you know, Facebook meta type posts. Yeah. And there's a lot of politics. And I I never, I actually don't like anything with politics. I don't share it. Mm -hmm. I don't comment. I don't post anything political. So I'm very cautious. I don't put anything that's kind of more like a perceived as Facebook. Yeah. I keep, it, I keep it a little bit more business or inspirational quotes or, you know, interesting things. Like today I posted something about, I just did a post. The give is not about the get mm-hmm. and just shared a quick, you know, two sentence story. So I would say LinkedIn is, has had a little bit of a shift. What I try to tell people is the beauty of LinkedIn is that I could look at your profile, Alan, or Jim's, and and I really coach people to put some things in there that aren't business about you. That you know you you like to play guitar, or you do uh, you know iron uh, you're an Ironman, you know, or you're a triathlete, or mm-hmm. you've climbed a mountain, or just anything interesting about yourself. You know, you're a you're a chef. You know, you like to cook, mm-hmm. and to see that other side of people is really powerful on the philanthropic side. And so I use my profile as a template. If people look at my profile and look at my about section, I have weird stuff in there about me. (laughs) Things that, things that people would never know unless they look. And it's, and I actually test people because when they meet with me, I'm curious, did they really look? And will they ask questions about me from what I put in my about section? Mm -hmm. So I encourage people because this is where we find commonality and so if you have a particular interest, Alan or Jim, in something, and you're meeting with someone, you look at their profile and you go, oh, they have the same interests that I do. Or, well, they're, so they're supporting causes to cure Alzheimer's. And, and I am too. And you could talk about that. Or if people see I support March of Dimes in my profile, and we start talking, they know that my daughter was a two-pound preemie. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and so you start to get to talk to people about things you have in common or just things that are interesting. So I always encourage people, stop putting all that boring business stuff, <laughs> put something in there, shake it up. That's a little personal philanthropic that shows another side to you. I agree. I yeah. actually, funny, I, I started using LinkedIn heavily like last year mm-hmm. and I never do business stuff. Um, I, I, I do like 
my speaking things or, or um, you know, like a quote or whatever. Like that's, right. that's the way I go. Cause it's just like a little bit different. And that's my brand though. You know, that's, that's what I want people to see. And, and every now and then I'll be like, Oh, we're hiring, you know, or something like that. But yeah. for the most part, like my stuff is, is to try and, you know, get people ready to rock or, or motivated, you know, that type of right. thing. Um, or it's a little funny, you know, one, one of the two, but like, you know, I told that line, but that's your personality. Yeah. Though. yeah. And that's and what I so, want people, you know, I'm like if I were to post like, Oh, you know, I, I, like numbers are up, you know, 25%. Like I, I don't, I, that's not me. That's not what I would ever say. Right. You know? So, um, it's important to establish that brand. And I, I'm, I, I agree, Larry. I think it's, that's, that's a big part of the tool. And, you know, people that decide to utilize it like that is, you know, can really, can really go a long way. And, um, you know, and like you, you really put it as yourself. This is, this is like your live resume, yeah. if you will. And it's up to you on what you want to have on it. Yeah, it's it's the permanent record we didn't know we had. No, um, so I always think about next steps and Mm -hmm. things. You know where we go from here. Do you think that this is the only book? Do you think that there is another another chapter to this, an extended version of it, or anything like that? Or have you even given any thought of of to like maybe doing another book? Alan, (laughs) I will not. I will not write another book aligned with this topic. Okay. What I would like to do though, is to take it one step further with the speaking, but to actually create sort of a class out of it. Okay. Uh, And because I I see the value and benefit to take it to college campuses Mm -hmm. and get these kids geared up for life. And so I think there's power in that. So that would be the next step of the book. I have a separate book I may want to write about about one of those past MBA partnership experiences that Mm -hmm. would be pretty intriguing for people to hear about how that one of my ex-partners did something bad four years later after we parted ways and went to prison and died. I think there's a story in a movie there, but that's for another time. That's yes, there it is. That's true. Did I intrigue you guys? Yeah. Yeah, You sold me on it. I love that. I yeah. feel like Judd Apatow has got to be listening or something. I can, <laughs> can fire this one up. I'm going to call some media partners. Yes. We're going to talk. There you go. I'm ready. <laughs> well, I think this has been a, you know, a blast. We've, there's yeah. been a lot that we have picked up from this. Mm-hmm. I have certainly learned, you know, just, I mean, like we said, within the first 10 minutes, yeah, we had there's just so many takeaways. I mean, there's the, the, a lot of the, the lines of, of really connecting with human relationships and what that can build, I think is, is never going to go out of style, you know, yeah. and particularly now that people are coming back doing it and, and, and may have lost their way a bit or, or, you know, I forget how to go to an event. Like it's really important and to bring them back in and really focus on, you know, not, not worrying and, and walking in and, and being yourself and, and really paying attention to what the other person says and connect right. them and, uh, and give of your time. And again, your energy, all, all those things are, are important. So I, that's, I feel like your book is more relevant now than, uh, you know, than, than in a while, <laughs> not to yeah. say that it wasn't, but like this moment really needs something like that. Yeah. It's and, a giant reset. Yeah, and I, and I, I speak to that too. You know, when I, when I talk to students, it's like, it's, it's time to go out there and make it happen again, because we really do write the next chapter of, of this, you know, era, like we're, mm-hmm. we're coming in to a different time and it's like now we can own it you know yeah. and it's a it's a great opportunity in which to do so and i hope people take advantage of that and, yes and, and do it so uh larry if, if people want to get in touch with you um if they want to find out you know buy, buy your book obviously it's on amazon uh you know what 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 are what's the best way to to find you and, and reach out and chat with you well definitely you know linkedin mm-hmm. right so find me on linkedin uh, the book is on amazon the ncg factor i do have a website so it's Kaufman-Larry, so K-A-U-F is in Frank, M-A-N, 
Larry.com. So that has, you know, some more information on me and ways to connect with me as well. Excellent. Yeah, that's right. Well, there you go. And then if you guys are listening for the first time, thank you so much. You can listen and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast. And give it a five-star rating. Five-star rating. That's the only one that's possible to give. Yes, yes. Five-star is nothing less. Correct. Um, If you want to find us as well, you can do that over uh, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're hustling sideways everywhere there. We're on YouTube as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've got bonus episodes that we put out every single uh, off week that we are not with a guest. So next week we'll have one. Yes. So next week there will be (laughs) one. Uh, And if you have a side hustle of your own and you want to be on the show, send us an email over at hustlingsideways at gmail.com. Uh, Larry, thank you again for taking yeah. the time to uh, sit down and do this with us. And like I said, we've learned so much mm-hmm. for it. Thank so. you, Larry. We thank really- you both. This was a true pleasure, guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. And, and on that note, we are out of here. Jim, you almost jumped the gun on it. Jim, keep on hustling. Hustling.